and we are back for episode three. I know how it feels to be burnt out to the point of um, resigning. Also, I realised looking back was that we needed a break. That was a time when I realised that I was tired and, and it made things that I should have been enjoying unenjoyable. Why am I tired when I'm doing the right thing? It's all where you're coming from. Because maybe who they are they don't want to deal with or they don't like very much. If you're listening to this and this is resonating, don't just keep going. Mm. Stop and evaluate. Welcome to The Winning Life. My name is Gareth Morgan. I'm Leanne Morgan. And we are back for episode three where we are going to be answering this question. The question is, why am I so tired when I am doing the right thing? Now, we, we didn't just ask, why am I so tired? Because I think everybody would go, yeah, I'm tired <laughs> all the time. Any, any tired people out there? <laughs> my, even my tired is tired. Um, <laughs> why am I so tired when I'm doing the right thing? And when we say tired, I mean, we mean like exhausted in doing the right thing. You know, um, doesn't necessarily just mean physically tired. So why am I so tired when I'm doing the right thing and just to recap obviously we are here on the winning life podcast we're aiming this at people who really want to lead that winning life who want to move on and maybe ask some of those conundrum questions in our life and in the previous episode we looked at the whole question of what was the question it was was, was all about distraction i was distracted by this episode (laughs) or why i was focused by this episode (laughs) the previous episode was all about is this important or or is is it it a distraction distraction? and obviously we said in that episode we could have talked about that for hours because it's a huge subject and i'm sure it will come up again in other topics other questions because uh, these all interlink and that's Mm. the whole point of telling you what we talked about on our previous podcast because all of these interlink some way shape or form so this question why am I so tired when I'm doing the right thing because what we want to get at today is really the place that we are living from because we really need to examine the um, the kind of source where we're drawing all our effort and energy from because if we're not then we do get tired even when we're doing the right thing we could be doing you know great things we could be totally on course but we get tired we get burnt out I think is a better phrase to use um have you ever felt in that position I know you I'm asking you on the behalf of other people because I know you obviously very well being married to you but talk about a time when you perhaps were burnt out or tired exhausted in a mental physical emotional or spiritual way even though you were doing the right thing and yeah, we'll, we'll come back to how you got out of that. But just talk about maybe that, that mm. time or that experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think, uh, and, and for me, because I am quite driven, it can be something that blindsides you. Mm-hmm. Because the vision is so important, what you're on with is so important, y- you relegate other things beneath that. But the thing that often can be violated is rest. Mm. It's not the subject I find easy to talk about, even more difficult sometimes to implement. Mm. But it, you often only discover you need it when something has happened, like a symptom catches up yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I think there's probably many, well, there are many occasions when that's happened to, to varying degrees. But a, a few years ago, when we made a decision to come out of, you know, the day to day 
running of the church and and we came off salary at that time mm. and we 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 made that decision and it was led by vision but i think what also i realized looking back was that we needed a break <laughs> we needed yeah. a break and and i think i was only and again this is one of the things i have to be aware of i was only comfortable making that decision if it if it was led by vision but it also was led by progress being made yeah. but the problem with that and that sounds like a good thing and it is a good thing but rest sometimes doesn't look like progress or it doesn't have to even look like progress mm. rest is just rest and it's needed and without it you won't make progress mm. but i think and and again it's not as black and white as that the whole scenario and what the decision that we made but i think one of the things that came out of it was that I I needed to feel that moment and and it was a feeling where the weight was just lifted from my shoulders yeah for a, a period of time yeah and and I think you know that's one of the things you know people talk about having a, a sabbatical mm-hmm. it's a term that's not just a religious term although it's rooted in that um it's talked about now you know in pretty much every yeah, career or industry you know word, yeah. it's a common word you know to to come away from and to have kind of complete rest and and i think i often look back and think you know if i if i'd have had a rest or a sabbatical like would would i've still made the decision and the reality is we probably would have because there was more to it yeah, but i just was. think that that probably um uh, kind of added weight to that decision mm-hmm. which shouldn't have um because again just there there hadn't been enough uh, of of a deep enough rest because again rest is different isn't it it's like you know having a day off yeah you know and we were we were we were good with that that yeah. that we, yeah, we got that better regular. at that we hadn't yeah. always um but even that that's a different that's a regular rest there are i think there are different levels of rest aren't there so i think yeah. that would be a scenario where again i think i realized looking back i was able to then sleep at night without mm. waking which was unknown and again yeah. i didn't realize or I didn't connect that to the weight that i was carrying because you carry it consciously and subconsciously mm. there's a whole subconscious world which again as christians we talk about the the, the spiritual yeah. and the spiritual isn't some ethereal out there um i i believe it absolutely is quantified by science mm. it is the subconscious realm of the human being much of which we don't understand or don't know yeah um and so yeah anyway without diving into that i would say that was a time when i realized that uh, i was tired and and it made things that i should have been enjoying unenjoyable yeah absolutely and obviously that currently looking at that, that was not even that was what 3 years ago now from this point Three and a half yeah and and actually that that whole period affected us both yeah in very different ways um after 20 years basically of going 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 at it with no real rest other than the usual breaks and holidays and whatever um but it's like you said it's not that what we were doing was wrong is we we were probably running on empty and you hear that term and there's been books written on it so we're not going to profess to be experts in any way shape or form other than we've experienced it and i think that qualifies you to be able to say I know how it feels to be burnt out to the point of um, resigning 
Yeah. And, and I don't just mean from work, I mean resigning from life. life. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> and resigning from emotion. And, and even for me in that period, it's a spiritual kind of exhaustion as well. You, yeah. you then start to question everything, um, which obviously has resulted in, in a stronger position now, which we'll probably go into, I imagine, uh, another time. We'll talk about this a little bit deeper. But this whole thing of why am I tired when I'm doing the right thing, it's all where you're coming from and I'm sure that lots of us can talk about this from personal experience or people that you know that there will be people who are doing great stuff but you can see it coming you can see people are going to head into trouble because they are living from what we call the outside in they're living they're they're um trusting in their gift in their talent in their resource and finance more than from who they are because maybe who they are they don't want to deal with or they don't like very much mm. um i know that there's times when and again we talked about this in the previous episode distraction you know you can try and focus on the things that you can control right now so i can just keep going because i know that to a point my gift will get me there yeah when a gift i'm talking about ability natural talents and abilities competencies that maybe you've even learned over time and that isn't a great thing to, to use all the time. Now, sometimes when you're thrown into a situation, it's good that you can naturally do things or, you know, rely on a gift and talent. But to live at that small end of the scale all the time is exhausting because you're always using the kind of the dregs of the tank, if you like, rather than the point of, of who you are. And it's to avoid often digging deeper and dealing with some of the more important issues of who I am what I think about myself and even what I think about others. So let's dive into that a little bit more because people might be sitting mm. there going, thinking, oh, I've never thought about it that way or maybe have. Um, but the whole thing of, of learning to love ourselves first. Now, I want, don't, don't switch off. We're going to explain what that means. Um, you know, loving ourselves right, should I say, rather than first in order to love and help and serve the mission that we're called to. Um, after that so let's look at some of that yeah. why why is that something that we need to to look at i think the the key realization that i think when everybody hears it they would like i don't think anybody would argue with it and and most people would know it but i think there's a difference between knowing something and then maybe accepting it mm. and that is to to bring your best you have to be at your best yeah to bring your best, you have to be at your mm. best. Now, none of us would want to serve up anything less than the best, especially people listening to this, because you, you've you've tuned into the winning life. So you're you're not you're not just attempting life. You want to win at life. Mm. You want to grow, succeed, flourish, etc. So you know you want to deliver your best, but there is a link between delivering your best and being at your best. We are so overemphasized, and my I'm. I'm the worst at this, which is uh, at being a human doing, but we are human beings first. Yeah. The being has to drive the doing, not the other way around. Again, like you said there that, you know, our competency, our doing, we can just switch into that. But if you switch into that and you neglect the being, then the competency relies upon the character. The competency is, let me use the car as an example. 
So you know you you know you've got the wheels. I've got, this is where my knowledge is very limited. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> any mechanics out there, I you do apologise. You. <laughs> you know we'll we'll get you on to explain a little bit more. Um, you know you can have the a great wheels, great chassis, etc. But if you neglect the engine, mm. the part that nobody really sees, the part that you don't really go showing off to anybody, you know because that's at the heart of it. But if you neglect the engine, then let's call the chassis the competency, you know, the shiny things, the things mm. that people see. You'll only see it for so long because a great chassis with a poor engine is a is a poor experience yeah. of a car. Absolutely. And so, you know, let me connect this to a principle. And for us as Christians, you know, and this is such a huge, huge uh, couple of verses in the Bible. Because we have it from Matthew 22. I'm going to read this mm. to us and you can go and check this out yourselves. But Jesus had somebody come to him and ask him, uh, like, you could just tell that this, the person who ever asked it was like really was going for the juggler, really wanted to understand, like, what was, what is the most important thing in <laughs> life? And he, it says this, a teacher of the law asked Jesus, which was the greatest commandment that had been given to them in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This, Jesus said, is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Mm. Now, now you have to realize the law and the prophets is a way of describing the Old Testament yeah. and everything that had gone before, the centuries. So all of the centuries of activity, all that had been spoken of in the 39 chapters of the Old Testament and and had led up to this point, Jesus simplifies it and distills it down to these two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and to love your neighbour as yourself. Mm. Everything, he says, hangs upon it. Not is just influenced by it, hangs upon it. Yeah. So if you violate these two commands, it affects everything. It doesn't just influence it. And you've got two commands there. The first one, how we see God and how we approach God. And then you've got the second, how we approach others in relation to ourselves. Mm. So... Why am I so tired when I'm doing the right thing? Well, it, I might be doing the right thing because I love people. The person I'm serving could be a customer, it could be a client, could be a family member, could be a community. Mm. I may be doing something if I have a relationship with God and I, you know, I see my work as a vocation or a calling. I could be trying to bring my best you know, to God. But ultimately... This, these, if you were to imagine three circles, and I draw this in the book, uh, three interlocking circles, you can't truly love God or others until you deal with how you see yourself. Mm. You can't see yourself as a worm, as nothing, as useless, as terrible, as, and it not affect, it not, dare I say even, poison mm. how i see other people yeah. and how i see god and you know if you if you're not a believer in god then let me just say like your future ultimately you know god gives us our future yeah but if but how you see your future is is 
is tainted uh, by how you see other people, which is connected to how you see yourself. Mm. So I think you know, unpacking that a little bit would be really helpful to us because, you know, until we do a deep dive on how do I truly see myself, you know, am I truly looking after the, the vessel because this, again, is a really important analogy. And the Apostle Paul talks about this. He talks about it in uh, 2 Corinthians um, chapter 5, I think it is, or chapter 4, where he talks about the fact that we are vessels mm. uh, that have jars of clay yeah. that have treasure inside. You know, y- you've got treasure in you. You've got value. You've got potential. But the vessel, whilst you may look at the vessel and think, well, I'm just ordinary, but the vessel is important. Yeah, It carries, it delivers the value. You know, if you were to buy something, uh, a drink from a shop, the, the the contents may be a fantastic drink, but the vessel also counts. Yeah, You know, what it looks like, you know, is it dirty? Is it, yeah. uh, it, it, you know, is it clean? The vessel counts. And so if we don't value the vessel, if we don't value and look after how we see ourselves, it actually affects everything else. Sorry to interrupt, but just to let you know that in every episode, Gareth and Leanne will be talking about the importance of getting a plan for your personal and professional life. That's why they've developed the MVP plan. When you develop your MVP plan, surprising opportunities and uncommon results follow. Visit thewinninglife.tv today to get access to your plan and the steps on how to use it. Let's head right back over to their episode. Like you said there in those those verses from Matthew 22, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So that just reminds me, you know, when you talked about literally, it isn't just, oh, this is one way you could do it. Everything hangs on that. It's like I, I began to think of the um, the planets in the solar system. They are hanging in space by the fact that God has put them mm. there. So it isn't like for us, it's a preferential way of living, like... It, it doesn't really hang on. It's there or there. It's not. You, you pick which way you want to live. Because mm. so many people are looking at their life going, well, I'm choosing my preferred way of living is this. But, you know, God didn't kind of set these things out and go, well, it's, that's, that's my preferred option, but you can do what you want. Just like with this, the planets aren't there just because it, by chance God is, everything is hanging on his word. So actually that, if we want the best for our life, we have to understand everything hangs on this how we live our lives how we relate to other people it isn't just a nicer way to live your life it is the way it's it's the created way of you know understanding when i put these things into an order fruitfulness results come and then i don't suffer the exhaustion mentally physically emotionally spiritually even when I'm doing the right stuff. Yeah. And I think that's really key is this isn't just a preferred way of life. This is actually how to get it right. Oh, that's 100%. really, really key. So I forgot what you were asking me the question before because I just went off no, on a no, tangent. No, no. But it's how we learn to to look at ourselves. Like you said, it's the deep dive yeah. I think you were talking about, evaluating ourselves. So where on earth do we start? Because obviously... This is not something we're going to wrap up in the next 10 minutes. Uh, this isn't no. <laughs> like a quick three point, do this, do this, and you've got your life sorted. This is requires an ongoing yeah. daily. And, you know, for us, we talk about 
discipleship, which is not just a one-off thing. This is something that we train ourselves in, that we learn all the time. So it's daily evaluation, looking at my heart, looking at myself, um, my character, and really examining how I see things, how I speak about myself, how I speak about others, what I truly believe about, because it starts with the belief, um, myself, God, and others. So where on earth do we start? The clue is in Jesus' response. So, again, in preface to the first commandment, he talks about loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So let's just stop there because he then goes on to link and to love your neighbor as yourself because he says the second is like it. So there's a pattern in what he's just said that gives us a clue as to how we go and love Mm. people and love ourselves accordingly and and in in a correct manner. And he says there's an order, and there's an order in the words, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Again, we unpack this in the book, but heart is what you believe, okay? It's your belief, it's the principle, it's who you believe you are, it's who you believe God is. So it all starts with who. So ultimately, I am going to, a symptom of being tired doing the right thing is usually because I've violated rest Mm. and it's usually because i don't value myself enough to give it that rest because i'm overworking to overcompensate for a lack of self-worth so the symptom is overworking the the root cause is because of a lack of self-worth therefore i need to clarify well who am i Mm. i need to clarify that which is about valuing the person of who i am again where this is linked in those three circles is ultimately, you know, you can value yourself without being a Christian. You know, people can have self-esteem, they can have self-worth. But again, it's not an on or off switch. It's a dial. When you realize an all-loving, all-powerful, all-knowing God loves you, the level of self-worth that gives you takes the dial up, I don't know how many Mm. uh, levels, yeah? Because I can love myself without believing in God. But when I realize, wow, a powerful God has created me, then all of a sudden that dial can go right up. And that imp- that then dials up how I love people, mm. how I love um, uh, myself. So again, it's it's really key to start there. So it starts with belief, the who, heart, then soul. It starts with how I feel, okay? And, and feelings are driven by those beliefs. And so again, I often feel tired because I've lacked motivation. What is motivation? It's a feeling. Okay, so I'm losing motivation because um, I, because I'm not seeing the worth in who I am, and and in that moment I need to bring that mood into alignment. So what? That's going, interesting. Yeah, go. I was going to say because lots of people say I can't help the way I feel. Mm. Is that a true statement? No. Because you you can't. You, I. I Part of what they're saying is is right, as in I can't help a feeling coming. Yeah. But I can help what I do with that feeling. So I, maybe my answer was a bit too short. No, but, but I, I actually agree because I think we can train our feelings. Mm, yeah. Because otherwise we're putting our feelings ahead and our soul ahead of our spirit of yeah. who we are. Yeah. Because I know, and you've used this analogy before, you know, when I was, you love me, hopefully. Oh, yes. Your wife. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there have been times when 
you know, like you, you talked about the times when I was pregnant, when throwing very, up very over sick. The, the side of the <laughs> toilet bowl for um, you know all three of our children. I was I had hyperemesis. Yeah. I was very very sick. Didn't look particularly wonderful for the those months. He then constantly vomited. In that moment, you didn't look at me when I was throwing up, going, "Oh, I love her so much." <laughs> I mean, you, maybe you did, but <laughs> it was a choice. It was a belief in that moment. I love my wife. I'm going to support her through this. And maybe you've been that through similar things with people that you love. Uh, you know, it's a choice that yeah. out of that the feelings come. Yeah. It started with a feeling, hopefully, of "Oh, I love her. Yeah. She looks nice." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But then actually, it's a you make a decision in that moment. So actually, when people say, "I can't help the way I feel," that is like you said, it's. Part partially true we can't 100%. help the way our feelings talk to us but we can actually train our feelings a- absolutely in in the correct but like you way said, these are all interlinked they the, the what's f- what comes first belief then the the mood or the feeling yeah. um so you're absolutely right we can align that mood to the belief so mm. you, this isn't a pick and choice of these four things like heart soul mind and strength there's an order you need all four in that order so if if heart is belief you know uh, the soul is motivational feeling or, or emotion then mind is focus is thoughts mm. okay so it's it's then about taking charge of your emotions and your thoughts okay saying i am going to choose to think on these things mm. so again when i'm tired coming back to the question and uh, yeah i'm doing the right thing usually that tiredness is caused because of a competing thought a thought that maybe, for instance, if especially if I'm starting to doubt why I'm doing the right thing, or you know, is it being appreciated, or, or you know, all these different things that come in, then that that thought is 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 pulling us away. It's it's almost like um, having a leak in your car. Like you can have a leak in your car, and it could be a slow leak, mm. and you can keep driving for maybe a hundred, two hundred miles, but eventually. It's you're going to be empty. Yeah. And so again, the the third part, mind is focus, it's thoughts, and the final part is with all your strength, your body. It's physical. So again, why am I tired doing the right thing? Well, there's a physical element. Am I exercising? Am I eating the right things? Mm. And again, all of those things are connected to thoughts, connected to feelings, but on this connected to the the seat of our beliefs. Um, and again that's interlinked my beliefs are driven by you know who who is the higher power that i surrender to mm. you know is it is it ultimately just what i think or is it god uh you know again these are the things that we have to do a deep dive in and almost a diagnostic on when we hit these points and and again we don't want to just be reactive to these points do we mm. we want to create a rhythm of health that mean that we don't arrive at this place exactly you don't want to hit burnout before you um sit because actually can take a lot longer to to sort those things out as we know from experience if you keep burying stuff it and brushing it under the carpet you're going to trip up eventually with the stuff that's under the carpet there is a cost to not dealing Um, with something even if right now you can't quantify it it's having an effect it's having a cost out of the overflow mm. of our lives, you know, it it affects, it influences, and so we've got to we've got to take stock. And again, through this whole process, through what we're doing with this podcast, through what we're doing with the MVP program, you know, we're wanting to help people to 
to to take charge of their lives mm. to 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 rule and govern their lives to dominate their lives so that they can truly be their best bring their best because ultimately that is what honors god that is what honors other people yeah. when we take charge and take care of ourselves and also we need accountability with that definitely absolutely and you mentioned i think it was in the previous episode about you know you you're a very tre- achievement driven person mm. um and some people they will identify with that like unless they've achieved something they feel like they're failing for me that's not the thing that you know i want to achieve um but that's not the thing that makes me fall down for me it will be i need to have that assurance and and know that things are being okay but does it matter what your soul appetite is if you're not living from the right place that's why you get tired because you're trying to get those things externally externally to feed something which is never going to work so for you it will look like i'll just do more Mm. to make up for whatever that is for me i'll go and seek assurance so it'd be controlling a situation or you know constantly leaning on others which is why then a burnout a breakdown a whatever it might you might call it will look different for different people because it's how your soul how your mind is reacting to the fact that your heart your spirit is perhaps not in in a, a great place so it is this is something that that we've just kind of scratched the surface on really because again these are the things that we want to talk about ongoing this isn't a one-stop shop fix you know done right move on this is an ongoing almost like layers building up how do I do this and um, it's important like you were saying to do this in conversation with somebody else as well obviously if you're a disciple of Jesus Christ you you pray and we do this with the Holy Spirit but it's important to get with others who are you know either further ahead or going through it with you that you talk about this because actually speaking about it and talking about how you see yourself, how you see that is really, really important. Can't keep it all in in here. Hundred so, percent. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, just by way of signing off, if you're listening to this and this is resonating, don't just keep going. Mm. Stop and evaluate. Yeah. Engage in that conversation. You need to take care of you because it's connected to your mission. Yeah, and I think maybe at some point it would be good to look at what does rest look like yeah, for different we'll people because what you find restful, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't find restful. And we're not just talking about kicking back and watching Netflix here. In fact, I'm probably thinking the opposite to that. That's escapism. Mm, that's not rest. That's a, oh, that's a good episode, escapism versus rest. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll yeah, do that absolutely. in the future. So there we go. Fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And we look forward to seeing you again. Remember, there is more in you than you think. Make sure you value it. Make sure you look after yourself. And we'll see you next time. We hope that you enjoyed that episode. And if you enjoyed it, please go and subscribe over on all of our channels on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and not forgetting your favorite podcast platform. And if you head over to thewinninglife.tv, you'll be able to find all the resources available to you. Gareth has written several books which will help you on your discovery to building stronger and better lives. Come and join us for the next episode.